Hello, and welcome to the Meetings Today podcast. I'm Lori Tenney, Director of Strategic Content at Meetings Today. This afternoon, I'm joined by Tony Salah, who is blazing new trails quite literally in the wellness world. Tony is CEO and co-founder of HECA Health, a venture-backed Silicon Valley startup whose software platform powers custom-branded, turnkey connected health and wellness solutions. Prior to HECA Health, Tony served in executive management roles at several leading health tech companies, including WebMD Medscape, which he helped grow from pre-IPO to more than $3 billion in market value. Tony earned his MBA from Harvard University, his master's in electrical engineering from John Hopkins, and his bachelor's in electrical engineering from Tufts University. Welcome, Tony, and thanks for joining us. Thank you very much, Lori. I appreciate you inviting me. Okay, so today we will be discussing walking, step, and overall wellness challenges and incentives, especially in a time when so many of us seem to be devoted, many times addicted, as we all know, to our Fitbits <laughs> and other digital trackers to uh, meet health and fitness goals. So these types of challenges are becoming an increasingly popular and effective way for meeting professionals to incorporate wellness into agendas. Today, we'll talk about how HECA Health is making great progress in this area, the benefits for participants, organizers, and sponsors, and tips on setting up successful programs during meetings and conferences. So to start, Tony, if you could tell us a bit about what inspired you to start HECA Health and the mission behind the company. Yes, sure, absolutely. It really, you know, stepping back at a little bit of a high level, sort of my what inspired me overall to get into the health and wellness space is that, you know, obviously it's something that touches all of us, but I really wasn't as acutely focused on healthcare until about 15 years ago when, and I think a lot of folks have experienced this, where some family health issues arose and all of a sudden it becomes deeply meaningful you, to you. And it's what really ignited my passion to look at ways that I can apply my technology and business background to this health and wellness space in any hopes of just making a positive impact. And as soon as you know, you start just peeking under the hood of our healthcare system, you, you just see all these opportunities for improvement, um, particularly in the US where it's you know, nearing $4 trillion per year in spending. So I, you know, I really started getting in and focusing on my passion this past 15 years. And um, really back when our, our CTO, John Casier, and I launched HECA Health, um, it really, we saw this convergence of a lot of great technologies that can support health and wellness. So like you said, you know, the internet of things, these activity trackers, everybody has Fitbits or Garmin's or Bluetooth connected blood pressure monitors. So great way to be able to monitor your own personal uh, health data, but then the apps and cloud technology and, and sort of gamifications that are coming along have really driven a lot of the growth and connected. This is what kind of being term the connected health market. Um, so we were excited about that. We saw so many opportunities there, but you know, also we have this strong belief that to really make and effectively make health impact, and while this might sound a little corny, um, we truly believe it takes a village. You know, it looks at, we looked at where are the places with this great technology we can go into and, and really align interests so that we can connect and collaborate with others to really make, you know, make it easier to reach and engage and support people in their quest for better health and wellness. 
And that's really, you know, where we launched Eka Health. We focus on the technology side. As you mentioned mm-hmm. at the beginning, we, we build a scalable software platform, but really is we apply this to specific areas where we can partner and connect with other entities that are aligned. And the Connected Wellness Challenge or Walking Challenges are perfect example of that. Great. And so overarching, why do you think walking challenges have become so popular in this day and age? Yeah, and I think, you know, you hit on one of the key things, which is this whole idea of walking or step challenges. I mean, there's this proliferation of digital activity trackers, Fitbit, most well-known, Garmin. There's been other ones that have appeared and disappeared off the market. But um, I think it really got people um, focused on being able to track how you're doing and, and kind of set goals for folks and people would challenge each other. So I think the sort of natural um, thing that has evolved over the past few years is that technology has become more and more uh, prevalent. And we kind of look at our programs have really expanded to be even more broader into wellness challenges. And, and I think, mm-hmm. you know, we've had the benefit of just overall wellness has become more popular, like not of just the walking, but yoga and medita- uh, meditation. And I think, right. you know, more, more and more people are focused on that. Um, but it's hard to, you know, with all those things out there, it's still hard to get motivated. I mean, still over half adults suffer from chronic diseases and don't meet the rec- uh, re- regular recommendation for physical activity. So again, is how do we partner? And meetings is one of the great places where we can partner with uh, meeting planners to get people motivated, make it fun and gamify it and, uh, and get people engaged in their health that they want to do. But it's not so easy. Again, it takes a village. Right. And how did you get involved in meetings and events? Um, you know, we actually, we do power these wellness challenges for employers and community groups, but really got pulled into meetings and events. It wasn't, to be honest, our initial core focus, but there's so much, again, going back to that idea of aligned interest, that it has been, you know, one of our fastest growing segments um, because um, I think the value proposition um, for all the different parties aligned interests of the folks who participate in these. So when you talked about, you know, for meeting event planners or organizers, it's important, you know, theme that everyone's talking, they know their attendees are thinking about wellness and they know that they, you know, get a lot of positive feedback when they um, support wellness initiatives and a lot of appreciation back. Um, And, but this is also true for sponsors who are looking to, how do we do something that's more what I call experiential marketing and new ways to more in a positive impact and positively engage with event attendees. So, and then as you, we talked about more and more of attendees who are going to these meetings, are all in their back minds really starting to focus more and more on wellness. So how do we, how do we kind of align all these interests of those folks? And there's just a strong pull in this meeting and event space that kind of got us involved. And then it's been kind of an amazing journey as we continue to grow in this space and, and learn as we work with each new uh, program. Right. And so when you're setting up these challenges at events, and you call them wellness challenges, correct? 
We do. We try to, we have really broadened them. We started with walking, but we've kind of broadened it because we've been touching on other aspects of wellness. In addition, the core part is still a lot of walking and stepping, but other pieces as well. Okay. So what are the main goals when you're setting these up? Particularly yeah, I, for events. Yeah. So for, um, you know, event, I think again, is to think about all the different parties. So again, the, what are the goals for the event organizers one to support healthy lifestyles for their, for their attendees. Um, but, um, and also sponsors interests and demands. Um, that is always important, but ultimately for the event attendees, you know, I think everyone's, this becomes really successful. If it's something that's fun, memorable, there's social aspects to it. And ultimately you're supporting their healthy lifestyle. And to us, you know, our main goal is that all sort of different constituents that come together in these challenge programs are delighted and excited and positive about, you know, meeting their objectives and goals. And I think our proudest things are when actually people, we meet people three years later that started in one of our challenge programs. And they tell mm-hmm. us, you know, that was a turning point for us. And we started on this longer path towards improved wellness and they walk all the time. I mean, for us, that's, we love here. I mean, that's especially um, rewarding for us. Right. And how exactly do they work when you set up these programs? If you could get into like the technical aspects of it. Sure, sure. Now, they're all, they vary a bit because they're customized. And again, the important part is to line it and customize it so that it meets the particular events, um, planners' objectives. The sponsors might have some particular objectives. And different groups have sort of different things that they, they, um, they may be focused on. But at a high level, in, in the simplest form, you, can, you basically install um, a custom-branded app. It's on iOS or Android. A lot of times we link it and kind of integrate it to some level with the event app. And then we get data. Now, these mentioned, you know, step trackers and activity trackers. So we can get some data, um, particularly the step on um, step tracking from Fitbit, Garmin, the Apple Watch, or even all phones today on iOS and Android have step trackers built into them. And in some places we even give out, we have our own customized Bluetooth activity trackers, which uh, associations brand it, and sometimes it you know has sponsored by the um, sponsor's logo on the tracker. So those are great um, uh, giveaways that have, have a lot of meaning, where you get lines of people waiting to get them. Like the first 500 people who sign up for this event get a free activity tracker. Um, we get a lot That's of excitement great. on that. Yeah. And then the rest really is, I mean, you compete. We, it's all about how we gamify it. And this is where it probably has the most ver- variety, but usually we have a leaderboard that can display in the app, but usually we have it on large LCD displays and a couple of places within the event, which shows a mm-hmm. top stepper, or we have different goals, like how many people can hit um, 25,000 steps, how many are going to hit 50, and there might be prizes, or our favorite is, Example, like um, we did one American Thoracic Society or IBM where they said, like, for everyone who did 25,000 steps, $25 donation goes to this fund or this cause. And that gets a lot of people. So we track how much money have we raised. Um, We also have ways for people to scan in or what we call check in at, for example, go to the sponsor booth to get extra 
bonus wellness points or go to associated wellness activities like yoga and get, you know, we convert those all to wellness points as part of the gamification of it. Um, mm -hmm. Even in some things we've been putting it, we put in um, uh, a mindfulness exercise. So you go through a mindfulness, you know, an eight minute audio exercise and you get, you know, we convert those into wellness points again to tie into prizes or raising funds or, or different ways to get people um, into walking groups where people have brainstorming sessions while they walk or um, scavenger hunts, um, lots of different ways to gamify it. And that really where it gets to be fun and also ties in everybody else's objectives and, and aligns interests. So that's a lot of fun. Awesome. And we use that. Yeah. And we usually also do have a big, you know, we try to make it fun and at the end have an award ceremony and celebration. People like to be recognized. People like winning things. It does make it to be a fun thing. It's also a social piece where everyone goes, oh, you were in the number one. I was chasing you all week. Uh, things like that. And then a lot of times we extend it. You know, this goes beyond the meeting where we have programs where it's every other month we do a, a little flash challenge and say, okay, everybody, you can do this from wherever you are. We have a three day challenge to see how many people can, maybe that's just focus on steps. How many people can hit 50,000 over these three days? And there's little prizes for that and to keep people engaged and to keep the sort of habit of wellness with them. Mm -hmm. And so speaking of sponsorships, this is a way that organizers can basically take care of the cost of these types of programs or much of the cost? Well, actually our goal is that, you know, ideally that they're raising funds for other initiatives in it, whether that's raising funds for um, like the American Thoracic um, Foundation has raised $50,000 every year towards their foundation through, through this program, plus the actual program uh, was sponsored. So that's sort of additional. Um, so it, the idea is that we want to help a lot of, especially that we work with a lot of nonprofits. It's a great sponsorship um, program that can help them raise dollars. And it, but, you know, because it meets such an, uh, an interest of the sponsors who want something more experiential and ways to more deeply engage with an attendee versus just, you know, maybe just putting up a, a banner out in the right. hall. So that's that's really where it's become, you know, extremely positive for event and, and, and association planners. Okay, great. And so there are other companies that mainly focus on this for corporate employee wellness programs I've seen, which you do as well, I know. Um, in, in terms of how you set yourself apart doing this, especially for meetings and events, how, how would you say? you guys really stand out? Yeah, I mean, I think that and you're right. We do do these for, and particularly small, medium-sized business because folks want something that is fun but easy to implement. And I think that is one, by the way, a key thing for when we work with people who are planning events. There's a lot going on. So they want this great, memorable, um, they want a social, fun experience, and they want to have, have their sponsors get what they want out of that and, and, and maybe raise money for a foundation. And yet for this truly customized experience, they need it to be turnkey because as most event planners know, you get a lot going on in their plate and there's enough to think about. So we really, I think the key thing that we get the, you know, very positive feedback on is that it was just easy to work with us. They 
sort of gave us their branding specs and we really made it turnkey for them so they didn't have to add a lot to their over already overburdened uh, staff. Um, so I think that is a key piece in, um, for us in terms of, uh, you know, making this work well for events. Right. And do you also offer pre-conference tools like promotion? Yes. Yeah, so we actually, so we go through a whole thing and we, you know, we sort of have a whole roadmap of getting set up, but it's pretty quick. I mean, we have a kickoff meeting to make sure we clearly understand objectives. And sometimes we brainstorm a little bit uh, during the sales process, but even after the kickoff of little ways, we can tweak things. And then always have this sort of share best practices with them um, about sort of how, how we would promote them, give them content to promote it um, before the meeting, during the meeting, um, how to, how to make a fun celebration at the end with, again, balancing that, you know, that it doesn't uh, require tons of time on their part. And a lot of times they have us come out and be on site and run that whole piece too. Okay, great. And so I'd love to hear some of your biggest success stories. Sure. Um, so, you know, I, we judge, uh, I think there's many ways for we look and judge success. And of course, as I've mentioned, it's, we look at it from all three parties at, at the end of any event. Um, we use idea. We talk to the event planners, we get feedback from the participants and also ideally um, the sponsors as well. And to have them all feel it's successful from their point of view. Um, and I think for us, our business, business, biggest metric of success is really those kind of customers and partners that we've been working on since really our early days where we've done repeat uh, ongoing business like Jad Caesars Entertainment for the last three years, PCMA we've worked for the last three years since we started, Jad Pro and others. Um, we especially are proud of programs, and I think I've already mentioned this, American Thoracic Society where we've done that for the last three years. And again, every year we've been able to raise $50,000 for their American Thoracic Society Foundation for research program. And there it's a, you know, it's a decent sized conference and we have several, we have thousands of people um, participating. I mean, one of the, you know, they actually have very generously, they give out 2000 of our customized trackers out to part the first, you know, 2000 participants that join up. And we're getting into close to 40 million steps over these, you know, three-day events. Um, we have, you know, about you know, close to near 1,000 hitting, you know, step goals we set up like 30,000, which was what tied to every person who got over 30,000 steps. Part of that, um, if they hit that, $50 got donated to to the research program, and that's where we're able to hit 50,000. Um, dollars raised each year. So it gets everybody involved and, and kind of excited. And there's just so many high levels of engagement in these kind of programs that are successful. Even when you look at every day, we send out an email saying, you know, here's the results to now, here's who's ahead. Don't, you know, just quick little nuggets on how is it going in the event. I mean, those things are usually getting 60 to 70% open rates because people get so excited about, you know, participating and seeing what's going on. That's impressive. I love it. And so I know last year you partnered with Caesars and IMAX for the first walking challenge at IMAX America in Vegas, which was a huge yeah. success. I realized uh, more than 400 participants. 
everybody was talking about it the whole show. Um, can you talk a bit about that and, and you know, some of the, the kind of win-win sort of stories for everyone involved and some of the stats from that? Yes, yes. Um, you know, yeah, as you said, we, was, we were very excited about over 400 folks participating, and, and it is a great, I think it is another great example of where aligned interests. IMEX, um, one of their goals uh, was to have more and more sort of wellness programs um, embedded uh, at their event. And we also tied into other things that they were doing. So we integrated into, they had a, um, a wellness area where people could get some quiet and rest. And we had it so that we incentivized folks to go over there and they got wellness points for going there. Um, and they, they were very excited about sort of getting folks up and walking. And they told us, you know, folks were walking in the back of different sessions, you know, to get their steps, watching the meeting, but walking um, instead of sitting to walk, walk um, to do the meeting. And, um, you know, Caesars, they, they've been our partners, and especially because they're announcing a new um, place called Caesars Forum, a new uh, event space in Las Vegas. And um, so they want right. to get that awareness out. So they, they, that is their interest. And what was great is that, they, their prizes were amazing. And in fact, we're going to do it this year again um, at IMEX. And for example, there's a bunch of prizes for hitting certain step levels or being in the top 10. And like one's one of the, I think there's three of these prizes, which is a VIP getaway. They pick you up in a limo. You stay with two, you know, two nights stay for two of you at Caesars Palace, dinner at Gordon Ramsay's, you know, a show, et cetera. And, um, it really makes it where people are doing it for wellness, but I have to tell you that the having that kind of prize does make it pretty fun for everybody um, right. to to participate. So people were, we have all these great photos. I think I saw um, uh, some article recently was published uh, with, you know, showing some of those photos of people being excited because they also gave out, you know, each day we had like lower levels, like, can you hit 15,000 today? You win a ticket to, uh, go on their high roller experience at the link promenade. And so we had, you know, hundreds of people hitting that and getting little cards and people just like having fun getting these things, uh, getting prizes right. in addition that they are just, you know, also they're doing something good for themselves. Um, so we're very excited and we're very excited to, uh, to continue to do this this year. Yeah. Who, who doesn't love winning a prize? So this year, do you have some of the same prizes in store since Caesars is sponsoring it? Yeah, yeah, very, um, some similar prizes, but sort of the high-end ones where you, you know, you get the the uh, full VIP treatment. And I think what's really, um, you know, we're kind of doing some new things too. Obviously, another area that, so IMEX is very focused on the wellness, but they're also talking about sustainability a lot um, this year. And so they're trying to combine the two. So the IMEX COO um, is actually going to run every day a walking, what we call a walking talk. So people are going to meet at the challenge booth and they're going to have a walk and where uh, she discusses the sustainability efforts that IMEX is doing. And different groups each day are going to be able to go join that and sort of walk while having discussion, which you know, there's all sorts of studies and examples of people who just the idea of walking and having a discussion really keeps people more engaged and there's more discussion and, and more retention of the information. So every day people are getting wellness points for 
if they participate in that program and it kind of ties their sustainability um, and wellness initiatives together. And also something we're doing, um, again, another example of aligned interest, Lee Papa is doing this well-being lounge and we are integrating into the app a well a meditation session. So you get bonus points at any time. You can do it wherever you are. Um, you can go through a meditation set, session that Lee Papa put together and you get wellness points. So at night, if you want to, you know, if you want to be in the Be Well Lounge, you can do it there or at night before you go to sleep, walk through that, trying to get people exposed to that and making it fun. So there's little incentive to try it out. Um, and then if you want more, you can go over to the Be Well Lounge and, and attend one of their sessions. Right. Yes, I know Lee very well. She puts on an amazing lounge. No, I've and her the, it many times. Yeah, and then she did a great job. I mean, I to be honest, I'm not a big meditator, and I so they sent that over to me. I was like, okay, I've got to try it, and it was it was great. I have to say, I mean, made me start going. Okay, I mean, we're in this space. I do a lot of walking, but I should be doing like this is very helpful. And that's the part of the idea is can we expose more people to it, get them to think about it? Does it you know help them? And that's again beyond just the walking. Um, and, you know, we're going to look at other ways to, you know, a lot of things that we're trying to do is to get people to network. We get a lot of sort of social interaction from doing these right. challenges because people on the leaderboard or they see each other. But there's other ways we're kind of continuing to do it at different events where you get points for connecting with someone else who's in the challenge or someone else who has a shared interest because you can fill out, you know, here's my key areas of interest. And so you meet someone, you find out you both have the shared interest and an idea is to start sort of ad hoc conversations, uh, all these things. And all that is good for your health too. <laughs> you know, just, you know, having discussions and, and talking with others and being social has positive, uh, positive impact on wellness. Definitely. And again, That's a great point. Yeah. It has the benefit because I think more and more event planners are trying to say how, you know, a big, a big value of events are having people network and the social connections they make there and they get a lot of benefit from that. So how can we do this in a fun way? Right. That's great. Fantastic. So for anybody who's listening, heading to IMAX next month in September, be sure to join the walking challenge or the wellness challenge, I should say. <laughs> yeah. So the recent program too, you did destinations international. Yeah. Can you give us a bit of, yeah, a bit of uh, info on how successful that was. Uh, that was great. In fact, it just, we just finished that off and we actually have a, we always do, as I think I mentioned, we use the do debrief. So it's so recent. We haven't had the chance that we're still finalizing the, the debrief, but that was sponsored by Searchwide Global and Brand USA. And they did a great job at Destination International with kind of, again, integrate into other components. Um, they wanted to get people to do, you know, they, they had a person doing yoga, outside yoga. Um, and so they, gave wellness points and incented people to join that. And they actually had a couple sessions about wellness practices for travelers or how do you do wellness in the workplace? And that was all tied, tied into the program. And even the prizes, they had um, travel health expert, you probably know John Hoyos, he has a travel balance book. And that was part okay. of the prizes for people who hit different step levels. Um, so, and again, we love it because we, we just get, and it's just great when we get these notes because we had a lot of positive um, feedback from, for example, the participants and several of which are 
you know, folks in uh, destination marketing organizations, which beyond for us was great because they now want to do a challenge at some event that they're putting on in their city. So um, to us, that's, you know, that's a lot of how we've grown. It's just people go, I participate in this one. We want to do one. And um, we're very excited about that. That's great. Any other conferences you, you'd want to mention that have been really successful for you? Yeah. Oh, well, we're doing a, a, a yeah, there's a lot we're doing. Um, actually, just to mention, because of, imagine uh, a lot of your uh, listeners are industry, uh, event industry folks. We um, are going to be also at, we're doing empowering uh, challenges at ASAE uh, in August in Columbus. Uh, as Great. you mentioned, IMAX Health, HLTH in Vegas. And then um, actually this will be our fourth year where we do PCMA Convening Leaders in January in our hometown of San Francisco, which we're very excited about. But for the last four years, we've done it at um, PCMA Convening Leaders and the Educon events. So that'll um, be happening in, in January as well. So we're, um, you know, very excited about that. And hopefully, you know, folks who are listening, they can get firsthand experience about it because that's really the best way to kind of see how it works and kind of fun and excitement around it. Right. And it, wow, you guys have, are really growing in terms of the amount of conferences you're doing over the past couple of years, right? Oh, yeah. Every year, I mean, it's great. Overall, we've grown in terms of total number of connected pro health programs we've done, but it's especially true in, and particularly in the event and meeting space, which is our, it's our one or number two fastest growing segment just because of all the things we discussed. Right. Great. So for our listeners out there who are mainly meeting planners, meeting professionals or organizers who probably love to incorporate this type of initiative, what would you say are some of the key steps for setting up successful walking slash wellness challenges at conferences? Yeah, I mean, I think when we ever get on a phone with someone, um, even before we tell them too much about our program, and they usually have experienced it, so that makes it easier, but really start about why are you, you know, what is it that you want to do? Because, I mean, I think there's a lot of similarities across the board, but there are ways to customize and optimize it have the challenge move, you know, to map ideally to the specific objectives you're trying to do. And, and again, how do you measure, how will they measure success? And to also think about it from their point of view, like, hey, we want to, you know, raise money for this foundation, or we, you know, we've been doing wellness things, but we want to tie this together because it's very important for our, our attendees and we want to have some fun and, or networking is our number one you know, we've had some recently come up to say, we really want people to be able to have the social aspect of this. How can we highlight, you know, enhance that? Because then it really can, again, we make this turnkey, but it, more successful is more aligned to what you're trying to do. So really think about that and from your perspective, but also think about, you know, making sure that the participants, you think that they'll, you know, every group's a little different what makes them what would make them most excited and if you're getting a sponsor which predominantly most of ours and events are you know what is it that you know the sponsor like are there special hot buttons a lot of it yes they want boost traffic but what are the other things do they want an ongoing connection so maybe they want to sponsor the program that goes on you know every other month for the year so that they can keep that connection with um the attendees and it keeps sort of the whole 
event and the meeting going on going throughout the year till the next year's one. So um, I think that is key. The other thing that we always mention is that um, we've seen a lot. It's always fun and human behavior and in different groups. It's always a little different, but people can get very competitive in this. So uh, we always try, we work with folks to just give our recommendations on our best practices on how to set up the incentive instructions and things. And in the end, this should all be about promoting healthy lifestyles and connecting folks, and it should be fun. We, you know, if it gets too competitive, uh, it's great because everyone's really engaged, but it takes sometimes the fun away from it. So we really try to work with folks that just kind of say, keep that in mind, because in the end, that's best for all the participants, that it's a fun thing that everyone feels involved with. Um, and you don't have to... Uh, uh, just always be number one on the board to get a positive feeling coming from this. Right. That's fantastic. Well, Tony, anything else you'd like to add? No, no. I mean, I really appreciate this opportunity um, to, to talk to you about this. I think it's just a fun, exciting and growing area. We're still learning and adding new things. So we love working with folks who, who want to put these on, but also want to expand and do different things within uh, their events to engage, engage folks in wellness. Right. Well, thank you so much for all these awesome insights on this, these great new ways to continue incorporating health and wellness into our lives and into events. This is really wonderful. Well, thank you very much. Sure, and thanks to everyone out there who joined us today for this enlightening chat with Tony about these wellness challenges. Head over to meetingstoday.com to check out our other podcasts on wellness as well as a variety of other industry topics. And have a wonderful rest of your day and be well.